feel kind of like God. <laughs> and then this man with the devil on his hand came and took the hat. Free Britney. Free Britney. Welcome back, Voodies, to another bone-chilling and very special episode of Dab to Death. I'm your host, Nick Nobody, No Crime Savage, and today we're setting sail into the eerie depths of history and hauntings aboard the infamous Queen Mary. Prepare yourselves for a spine-tingling journey. So as you can tell... If you're watching on YouTube, I am aboard the Queen Mary right now. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't get room B340, which I wish I could. Maybe next time. But I honestly have got to say that I love this ship. Like, the, the decor... What the fuck was that? You hear noises. You definitely hear noises, and you gotta you gotta deal with that. But anyway, um, just the moment you walk up to the ship, like you just get this, like this sense of awe. You know, this like this aura of something different, something like historic. You know, and then once you board, it's a whole different experience. It's crazy. So there's like all these weird little hallways and nooks and crannies and like super thin hallways in between like parts of the ship. And unfortunately, if you don't pay for the tours, you don't get to see a lot of the parts of the ship. But I would just recommend coming and just touring the ship yourself. Because number one, the tours are a little overpriced. Number two... Um, I just, I just feel like just doing your own thing is so much, so much more fun, so much cooler. Um, you definitely get to like do it at your own pace too, which is kind of cool. Um, and then other than that, you know, since we're in Southern California, we've done a lot of other cool things this weekend. Uh, we did Halloween horror nights, uh, which was anxiety inducing, but that's just because I don't like people. So probably not the smartest thing we could have done. But um, also Museum of Death went there and um, did not think I was going to see that many dead bodies. But I mean, it's called the Museum of Death. So what was I expecting, really? Um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely gruesome, but it's like oddly intriguing you know there's like a whole room about funerals and like funeral services and like there's a, a video playing where they're showing you the embalming process which is god it's fucking weird to watch but anyway so la has a lot of interesting things to offer i'm not a huge fan of southern california at this point uh, mainly just because I have social anxiety. So too many people, narrow roads. Yeah, what the fuck is with your narrow roads, Los Angeles? I have questions. Like every road I've been on, it's like the lanes are as narrow as my car. And that's it. 
But anyway, I digress. I am massively off topic at this point. Um, so let's dive into this story. Oh, and um, since it is the Queen Mary and it is a non-smoking ship, I will not be dabbing. I will not be vaping. I will be consuming the uh, drink and drink only. I have a few different options here, but uh, the one I'm starting with is from Find Find Wonder. That's W U N D E R, cannabis infused sparkling beverage. God speak. Oh well, that's know your audience. Come on, it should be Satan speak. But anyway, uh, it's. 125 milligrams, 100 milligrams of Delta 9 THC, and 25 milligrams of Delta 8 THC. So it is watermelon punch flavored. Um, but other than that, I have an Uncle Arnie's here, the iced tea lemonade, which is basically an Arnold Palmer, which is one of my favorites. And then I've got... um. Almora Live Resin uh, Seltzer. Probably won't be drinking that one just because there's too many options at this point. But yeah, so now that I've done all that, I've told you about my weekend. Oh, I probably shouldn't move the microphone. Sorry, I'm not used to not having a mounted microphone. That looked oddly phallic, but whatever. Also, I would like to apologize if you happen to hear any noises during the video. It might just be our neighbors. The walls are a little thin here. Anyway, so let's get into it. The Queen Mary, a majestic ocean liner, has a history drenched in elegance and tragedy. First, let's dive into the fascinating history of this vessel. But before we embark on our journey, please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. And if you're brave enough, please leave us a review on your favorite platform. Your support helps keep our dark tales alive. The Queen Mary's story begins in the 1930s as she was a symbol of luxury, carrying celebrities, royalty, and dignitaries across the Atlantic. The Queen Mary was built by John Brown and Company in Clydebank, Scotland, and was launched on September 26, 1934. She made her maiden voyage on May 27, 1936, under the ownership of the Cunard White Star Line. The Queen Mary was renowned for her luxury and elegance. She was considered one of the most opulent ocean liners of her time. Oh, yeah. Dripping in your synthetic opulence. <laughs> Notable passengers included celebrities, politicians, and even royalty, making her a symbol of the glamorous transatlantic travel era. Just imagine the echoes of the past. The laughter, the tears, and the secrets that still linger on her decks. Then, in 1939, as World War II broke out, the British government requisitioned the Queen, the Queen Mary for wartime service. 
she underwent a significant transformation both in appearance and function. The Queen Mary was painted battleship gray to camouflage her from potential enemy threats, which led to her nickname, the Grey Ghost. Which is kind of fitting, if you ask me. The Queen Mary's primary wartime role was to transport troops and war material. Her high speed made her an invaluable asset for ferrying soldiers and supplies across the Atlantic. In fact, one of the Queen Mary's most impressive feats during the war was her speed. She could outrun most enemy ships and submarines with a top speed of around 30 knots, which is about 34.5 miles per hour. I don't know about you, but like, that does not sound fast to me. Then again, I'm the kind of person that likes to go like a minimum of 80 miles per hour in my car. So there's that. Anyway. This speed made her less vulnerable to U-boat attacks, which were a serious threat to Allied shipping. The Queen Mary had an enormous troop-carrying capacity, capable of carrying up to 15,000 troops in a single voyage, though crowded conditions and the sheer scale of troop transport operations were challenging for both passengers and crew. In fact, I think I remember reading somewhere that like they actually the Queen Mary actually held the record for the largest troop transport um, at over 16,000 troops. So well above the 15,000 limit that was in place. The ship was involved in several top secret and high priority missions. Some of these missions were so secretive that even the crew members didn't know the nature of the cargo they were transporting. Despite the wartime dangers and challenges, the Queen Mary survived the war unscathed. Her speed, combined with her evasive maneuvers and the protection of military escorts, helped ensure her safety. I actually think I remember reading that uh, there was a collision too, like a mid-sea collision with the Queen Mary, and the Queen Mary survived. So this ship has seen some shit. It has been through some shit. The ship's history during World War II is a testament to her versatility and resilience in the face of adversity. After the war, the Queen Mary was restored to her pre-war luxury and elegance and resumed passenger service in 1947. Sorry, hold on. In 1967, due to the decline in transatlantic travel and the rise of air travel, the Queen Mary was retired from passenger service. She was then purchased by the city of Long Beach, California, and transformed into a floating hotel and tourist attraction, which I am currently on board. Since its retirement, efforts have been made to restore and preserve the Queen Mary, which features stunning Art Deco interior design showcasing the style of the era, which it really does. Like, a lot of it is very true to the original design of the ship, which I really like. A lot of, like, deep wood paneling, which I love a nice wood paneled 
aesthetic. It's beautiful. It's ugh, chef's kiss. I will note that there's some parts of the ship where you're like, you're walking along in the hallways and it's like all dark wood and beautiful like paneling. And then all of a sudden it's like stucco looking and it's like, did we turn into a 1920s Brooklyn apartment complex? I'm confused. Anyway, but it is a beautiful ship, beautiful, uh, just design and aesthetic overall. A lot of it is trying to be true to the original with like the original flooring, the original stairs. There are some points where they've had to obviously like improve it for safety reasons. And that's appreciated. Anyway. In short, the Queen Mary is not just a ship but a floating museum that allows visitors to step back in time and experience the luxury and history of ocean travel. It's a vessel with a rich and multifaceted history, from its opulent beginnings to its wartime service and its current role as a celebrated historic icon. Of course, we all know that's not what we are here for. We're here... For the ghosts. So let's set the scene. You're wandering the dimly lit corridors of the Queen Mary, and you hear footsteps that shouldn't be there. Could it be the residual energy of long-lost soldiers? The ship is known for its haunted reputation, and many visitors and paranormal investigators have reported ghostly encounters and eerie experiences aboard this ship. Whether you're a believer or a skeptic, the stories and encounters shared by visitors over the years contribute to the ship's mystique and allure as a haunted location. It's believed that the ship's storied history, including its wartime service and the many lives it transported, contributes to the paranormal activity. Tragic events and deaths that occurred on board may have left lingering spirits. Here are some of the hauntings and paranormally active areas associated with the Queen Mary. One of the most well-known spirits on the Queen Mary is the Lady in White. She's often seen in the first quest the first class swimming pool area, which is no longer in use, and apparently the only way to access it is via the tour. So again, if you want to see it, I guess you can pay for the tour, but there is a way to go down to the R deck and just observe it. You can look, look through the doors, and um, that's what we plan on doing later. So shh. Anyway. But I don't believe in paying for the tours. Witnesses have reported seeing a woman in a white evening gown, sometimes dancing or even conversing with them. It's believed that she may be the spirit of a woman who met a tragic end on the ship. In the second class pool room, which 
no longer exists if you're looking for it. Um, apparently, when you go towards the engine rooms, there's the 4D theater, which is closed currently due to renovations. But apparently, that's where the second class pool was. And in the second class pool room, there have been results reports of the sounds of children playing laughing and splashing in the pool even though no children and no pool are present Psst, shot ah uh, da 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 oh yes some visitors have even captured ghostly, childlike apparitions in photographs taken in this area. I don't know about you guys, but I think there is something especially eerie about the spirits of children. Like, I'll take fucking shadow people over ghost kids any fucking day. Like, realistically. Like, it's just, it's fucking creepy. Speaking of creepy, okay, so, we already have had quite a few experiences on board so far nothing like super crazy but like i've been hearing things this entire time and not like just like oh little knocks and taps and stuff no no no. uh anytime we're walking around the ship um i i keep thinking that you know my my fiance says something to me but that's not the case. Um, I'll turn around and be like, huh? And she'll be like, what? You, what? And I'm like, you, you didn't say anything? And she'll be like, no. And I'm like, mm, okay, cool, 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 cool. Oh, um, when we first came into our, our room, the bathtub, like the water was like dripping very slowly, like a drip, drip. And then, so we're like, we noticed that. We're like, oh, it's dripping, huh? Weird. And then um, I go in to use the bathroom, like, maybe 15 minutes later, and the tub is full on just, like, trickling. Not dripping, not on, it's just trickling. So little weird things like that. Um, I think we were walking down the hallway earlier and I could have sworn that I heard somebody like stepping in front of us, like a few, like around the corner of the hallway. And like, it was like, like a couple of really heavy footsteps, like a, and then like we turned the corner and there's nobody there. So there's definitely some weird things that go on on board the ship. Uh, we're definitely going to possibly take a little meander around and uh, do a little investigatione ourselves in a little bit because it's getting about that time. We are waiting for the witching hour. But oh, also, if you didn't know, uh, which I mean, you didn't because I didn't say anything. This is Friday the 13th. Um, so it's Friday the 13th, we're on the Queen Mary, it's a full moon, and then I think tomorrow there's like a fucking eclipse, so like there's a lot of shit going on right now, and like it's just, it's, it's primed, it's primed for us to find something, 
Granted, we are massive procrastinators, and I forgot the receiver for my wireless mic, so the sound's probably not going to be the best. Uh, forgot the cat balls, the spirit box, the Ouija board. Um, basically, we have an EMF reader and us, but we're going to go out and we're going to find some shit. So stay tuned. It's going to get released probably like the same day, if not the next day from this video. So anyway, I'm digressing. So let's get back into the haunted locations and hauntings of the Queen Mary. The engine room is said to be another hotspot for paranormal activity. This is where the ship's infamous watertight door number 13 has claimed the life of at least one crew member. On July 10, 1966, an 18-year-old crew member named Jay, Ped Jay Petter was crushed to death by the door during a routine drill. Visitors have reported hearing phantom footsteps, voices, and even the apparition of a crew member in coveralls. The door was removed when the ship was converted into a hotel, but there is a stand-in door 13 for the sake of tours. Although I will tell you, we went down to the engine room and we could not find the door 13. But I will tell you, the engine room is creepy as fuck. Like, legitimately just super creepy. The former captain's quarters on the ship are also said to be haunted. Some have reported hearing the sounds of a man's heavy boots walking around, even though no one is there. I heard fucking heavy boots earlier, and it wasn't even the captain's quarters. It was on our floor. Just outside our room. Now I'm scared to go to sleep. Anyway. The Queen Mary's crew members, both past and present, have reported numerous encounters with apparitions dressed in vintage uniforms. These ghostly crew members are often seen going about their duties only to vanish when approached. On the ship's promenade deck, witnesses have reported seeing apparitions of well-dressed passengers from the ship's heyday. Which, honestly, like, we've seen a lot of people dressed in, like, period attire. So I don't know if it's just people trying to be fucking funny or if it's ghosts. I kind of want to think it's ghosts. Anyway. These spectral figures appear in period clothing, strolling the deck as if enjoying the voyage. Which I will also say that, like, just walking around on the deck of the ship, I can already tell that I would not be able to do a cruise. I would not be able to go out into the ocean. I couldn't work on a ship. No. Just no. My like my fear of heights, the vertigo, the the like the uneasiness of just walking on this deck. No, no, 
no. So much no. Anyway, many visitors have reported witnessing shadowy figures darting through the narrow corridors of the Queen Mary. Remember I mentioned like the super narrow, like skinny hallways that are just kind of like super creepy and they just like disappear. Well, hello. They just like do their thing and they're like creepy and skinny and like random. Those ones. Anyway, these figures are often described as huge human-shaped silhouettes that move swiftly and vanish around corners. There have been claims of smelling Winston Churchill's cigar smoke in the chart room, a location he frequented during his voyages. Actually, we can attest to this one, and it wasn't even in the chart room. We were on the sun deck, okay? And keep in mind, like I said, this is a non-smoking ship. Like, all the rooms are no smoking. Like, you can't even vapor smoke on the deck. That's how serious they are about it, right? So we're walking on the sun deck, and we pass this one area, and we just smell smoke, like cigar smoke, not cigarette smoke, which we all know what cigarette smoke smells like. No, this was clearly cigar smoke, and it was on the deck, and we like we looked around, and like, yeah, there were people there, but nobody was smoking. And nobody else seemed to notice it either, which was like super fucking weird. So anyway, numerous paranormal investigation teams have explored the Queen Mary using equipment such as EVP, electronic voice phenomena recorders, EMF meters, and infrared cameras. They have captured what they believe to be ghostly voices, footsteps, and other unexplained phenomena. Some investigators have even reported being touched or having their equipment interacted with by unseen forces. And, of course, I could not do an episode on the Queen Mary without talking about Cabin B340. It was closed to the public for many years due to numerous reported paranormal occurrences, And sadly, they've had to remove the B340 plate from the room's exterior because jackass people keep coming and stealing it. So they just took it off. And now all you see is this little like Sharpie scrawl of B340. But I will tell you, it's fucking creepy. Just going outside the room is creepy. Like. The first time we tried to go there, i still not entirely convinced, like, if this was an actual person or not, but we were walking down the hallway, and, like, so there's these fire doors in the hallway, and, like, normally they're all open, like, just double doors, and they're all open, and it's all, like, oh, you know, like, if you... Before you open the door, feel the handle. If it's hot, you know, don't open it. It's a fire. It's a fire door. So there's these fire doors in all the hallways and they're all open. Like they're all fucking open. And then like we get to the end of the hallway where room B340 is 
and one of the doors is open and the other one's closed. So that's already creepy. And then we notice that there's a man and he's standing and he's like dressed all in black. And he's just standing outside the room, like the door to room B340. And at first I'm like, oh my God, they have like security here because it's like such a popular room. Like maybe they're just trying to stop like douchebags like me from coming up here and being like, hey, room B340, what's going on? But no, 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 because we went back later and the man was gone. But anyway, you'll, you'll see all of this later, so... Moving right along. Okay, so guests who stayed in this cabin claim to have experienced unexplained phenomena, including moving objects, lights turning on and off, and the feeling of being watched. These stories, along with the ship's historical significance and wartime service, have contributed to the Queen Mary's reputation as one of the most haunted places in the world. While skeptics may doubt the veracity of these accounts, the consistent reports of paranormal experiences have solidified the ship's status as a hotbed of supernatural activity, making it a compelling destination for those interested in the unexplained. I know this was a shorter episode because there will also be a special video released with this episode where we explore the ship at night, hoping to encounter some of the Queen Mary's disembodied guests. If you have any feedback on this or any other episode, or if you have a story that you really want me to cover, feel free to send them in to feedback at dabtodeath.com. You can also message me on any of our socials at dabtodeath, unless you're on Instagram, then it's at dabtodeathpodcast. Please like and subscribe if you're on YouTube and rate and review on whatever platform you're listening on. Thank you for listening. And until next time, be careful out there. You never know when you may get dabbed to death.